service. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Disgraceland is brought to you by Disgraceland All Access. Disgraceland All Access membership is your chance to support the show and get ad-free listening, an exclusive scripted episode every month, and exclusive bonus content every week, plus access to an always-on chat with me and your fellow discos. Visit disgracelandpod.com slash membership, or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. Hey, discos. Need a little more Disgraceland in your life? Just a touch to get you through? Yeah, me too. This is the podcast that comes after the podcast. Welcome to Disgraceland, the after party. Welcome to the Disgraceland bonus episode, a little thing we like to call the after party. This is the show after the show, the party after the party, the bridge to get you from one full episode of Disgraceland to the other, the backyard to dig into the dirt. On this episode, we are talking about, among other things, the epic 2024 that we have in store for you guys here in Disgraceland, and of course, your voicemails, texts, DMs, and more. And as always, a whole lot of Rosie. All right, discos, let's get into it. All right, this week in Disgraceland, as promised, a double dose of after parties because damn, after the year we just had and the year we're about to have, uh, we get a lot to process here with this show. Told you on Tuesday's after party that this year in 2024, we're going to be branching out in Disgraceland and that we're going to start telling stories about not only musicians and rock stars, but lots of fascinating people who are rock stars in their respective fields. I've been teasing this out and, and frankly asking for your advice on this for the last couple of months. As you know, I have long harbored desires to expand beyond just Disgraceland and Badlands and how to try to figure out how to juggle this whole thing, this whole enterprise that we're doing here with all of these fascinating, extraordinary subjects that we're interested in. 
Um, and I'm sort of looking at it as, okay, how do I tell these stories about these icons that aren't necessarily from music? These, whether they're, you know, we've talked about this, whether they're poets, whether they're artists, whether they're, they're athletes. Um, and I'm trying to go at it from the point of view of which among these subjects, even if they weren't musicians, were rock stars. Anthony Bourdain, Hunter S. Thompson, the way they approached their craft, the way they approached their lifestyle is very similar to a rock star. Same thing with Andy Warhol, and I can make the case for Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan as well. So ultimately, yes, you heard it here first. We are bringing all of the Badlands subjects under the Disgraceland umbrella. It's not going to happen overnight. The subjects will start to populate in Disgraceland. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what the plan is for the Badlands feed yet, how we're going to actually technically merge these. But as a creator, from here on out, what I will be creating is dark stories about icons, no matter whether they're from the music industry, uh, the world of sports, Hollywood, whatever. Okay? It's all going to happen in the Disgraceland feed. Perhaps it'll happen elsewhere in the beginning until we get things straightened out. But just so you know, we have an insane amount of insane stories about legendary artists, athletes, writers, poets, chefs, and of course, musicians, bands, our bread and butter. It's, it's all coming your way in 2024. And as we broaden our scope, as I mentioned last on um, the last after party, I want to hear from you guys who you want to hear stories about. Tuesday's episode, yes, uh, should have included Van Halen. Sorry, admitted that by accident. Um, not, not on purpose. We're finalizing the second half of the year subjects. Uh, so speak now or forever hold your peace. Uh, think big, think iconic, think the biggest names, the biggest crimes, the biggest scandals, the biggest stories and get at me. 617-906-6638. First up in Disgraceland this year in 2024, our next episode is on Serge Gainsbourg. This has been a long time in the works. And here's the sort of long, strange backstory on the production side of this for us getting this episode together. I spent the better part of four to six weeks, um, not this past summer, the summer prior, so summer 2022, researching Serge Gainsbourg uh, with the intent of doing a full season on Serge Gainsbourg. Um, that would come out in France. It would be our first Disgraceland international release in a foreign language. Uh, <laughs> that was the plan. Then the business side of it broke down and it didn't happen. Um, and this is the first time this happened to me where I, where I had all this sort of wasted time and energy into one subject and nothing to really show for it. And when it came time to write the Serge Gainsbourg episode, single episode here for Disgraceland that's coming at you next week, um, I had just lost my, my stomach for it. I didn't want to do it. I felt, I felt spurned. I felt like, I felt like I was left at the altar by Serge Gainsbourg. It wasn't his fault, but you know what I mean. So, uh, we handed it off to our guy, Zeth, who wrote this episode and he crushed it at as usual. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to make sure we achieved with the Serge Gainsbourg episode that, that again, you're going to hear in a couple days is, um, you know, I have a very mixed take, very love-hate relationship with music biopics. I find some of them to be just incredible. Um, recently saw The Maestro, by the way, with Bradley Cooper, and that's definitely uh, falls in the incredible camp. And some of them I find to be just God awful. And even even ones that are celebrated and loved by by most people, I there's a lot of them that I just don't like. Um, they try to do too much. They try to 
at times they try to be too conventional and I feel like it, it hurts the drama of, of, of the stories in these subjects. So I don't, I don't want to get into it. I've talked about this before, but I found that the Serge Gainsbourg biopic um, is one of the best I've ever seen. It's called A Heroic Life. And like I said, one of the best uh, music biopics that I've, I've ever seen. It's incredible. Um, so I wanted to kind of do something that would be in conversation. If we were going to do an episode of Disgraceland on Serge Gainsbourg, I wanted it to be in conversation with that, that biopic. And, and this, this here episode that we've produced certainly is, I think so anyways, and I hope you dig it. And if you don't know who Serge Gainsbourg is, well... You know, I, I kind of, I'm envious. I wish I were you. I wish I was getting introduced to Serge Gainsbourg for the first time. His music is going to blow your mind. Uh, French, I don't even know how to explain who Serge Gainsbourg is in, in one brief sentence. Um, French crooner, uh, eccentric, um, just no one like him. Great songwriter, incredible. Um, yeah, there's no real comp. I want to say like the, the French Frank Sinatra, but that's not even close. Just Google Serge Gainsbourg, get into it. Lots of controversy as well. Lots of drama to his life. And again, just incredible music. Great music, as we say. Um, after the Serge Gainsbourg episode, we've got another episode uh, coming your way. Another new episode, I should say, coming your way on Stu Sutcliffe, chapter nine in our Beatles series here that we're informal series that we've got going in Disgraceland. This will be the ninth episode we've done on the Beatles. Uh, <laughs> I, I joked in the last after party that we were going to stop after this because there was nowhere left to go. And I got a, uh, I got a great message from, from a, one of you listeners telling me that I, in no way should I stop. There's, there's plenty of more material to mine here. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Um, but Stu Sutcliffe, he was a monumental influence on the Beatles and therefore on popular culture. And, uh, yeah, he was one of the OG members of the band, for those of you who don't know. And you're going to hear his influence in this episode, and I think you're going to dig it. I think this is going to be a great bookend to the episodes we've produced already. Obviously, multiple episodes on John Lennon. I think we did three on John. Uh, we did uh, one on Paul, right? One on Paul, two on the on the actual band uh, from the early days, and then from the drug days, and then one on George, one on Ringo, and Damn, maybe we did two on Paul because I'm coming up short here. Anyways, Stu Sutcliffe coming your way. Can't wait for you to hear that. Then we've also got a rewind episode coming that I've been teasing for a couple weeks now on Johnny Cash coming your way tomorrow. That takes care of the programming segment of this bonus episode. I will be back in just a flash with uh, some voicemails from you guys, some texts, and uh, yeah, maybe some emails as well. Back in a flash. Do you love bad movies? I'm talking about movies where Jason Statham saves the day or a lifetime thriller about a killer flight instructor or basically anything made in the 1980s that was set in the not too distant future. Now, if all of that seems up your alley, then you are going to love the podcast, How Did This Get Made? I've been listening to this podcast, it seems like for forever, and I keep going back to it because it is hysterical. Every episode, comedians Paul Shear, June Diane Raphael, and Jason Mansukis dissect the best, worst films ever made and their often bizarre production stories. Some of you guys are going to know Paul, June, and Jason, the host, from many of their appearances in films, animation, uh, television. 
on stage, these uh, improv, these guys, great, great, great comics. Uh, and they're just funny as hell. And these episodes are hysterical. They just did this episode on this cult action movie called Samurai Cop. All right, just that title alone tells you that it's going to be funny to digest. Where they, the star of this movie, of course, is a stuntman, goes to prison after filming because they stole a Rembrandt painting at gunpoint from a church. Of course, the best part of this podcast is these guys watch these movies so that you don't have to. And sometimes even they're joined by hilarious guests, Seth Rogen, Conan O'Brien. Okay, I'm not the only one who thinks this show is hysterical. What are you waiting for? Go listen to How Did This Get Made, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Discos, it's Jake here. Thank you so much for listening to Disgraceland. Your support truly means a lot to me, and it's because of you that my team and I are able to make this show. If you want more Disgraceland, if you want more regular interactions with me and the community of Disgraceland listeners, or if you simply want to listen to the show ad-free, go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership, or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. For just five bucks a month, you can listen to every episode of Disgraceland ad-free. Plus, you'll get one brand new exclusive episode every month. You'll also get weekly unscripted bonus content, special audio collections, and early access to merch and events. There are two ways that you can support the show and become a member at disgracelandpod.com slash membership. You can sign up using Patreon and listen to the show ad-free on Apple, Spotify, and most other major podcast platforms. And Patreon members also get access to all the other perks of membership in an always-on chat where I'll be interacting with you and diving deeper into the world of Disgraceland. But maybe you're currently an Apple Podcast subscription listener and you want to just tap into all the bonus audio content and ad-free listening that we're offering. We're also offering this membership as a premium channel on Apple Podcasts. However you choose to join, all you got to do is go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership. Support the show for just $5 a month, five bucks, or sign up for an annual plan and get two months free. Come join me and your fellow discos at Disgraceland All Access by visiting disgracelandpod.com slash membership. Hey, we are back. Let's dive right into some voicemails. Put the call out last week on uh, some recommendation requests from you guys. I want to know what you guys want to hear for the new year. 617-906-6638. I'm still listening. Let's check in with Ish here from the 781. Jake, what up? It's your boy Ish. What's happening? Happy New Year. Some topics on some disgraceful people. I got Marv Albert. I got... Ron Artest, a.k.a. Meta World Peace. And maybe there's something there with David Blaine. Not quite sure. Anyways, stay up, homie. Disco. Ish, love it, man. Uh, I specific, I particularly like the Meta World Peace one. The Marv Albert, perhaps, at some point. And David Blaine, I'm excited to look into this. And I don't know anything about David Blaine, dude. But thanks for putting it to the top of the list here. I'll get into it. Check it out. All right. Thanks for the voicemail and happy new year to you as well, my man. Let's check out this one from the 508. Hey, Jake. It's uh, Mike from the 508. Uh, long, long, long time listener from episode one. I am so excited to hear Brian for uh, the next season. I'm uh, wondering if uh, either in the latter half of this year or sometime next year, 
could finally get around to um, doing an episode on the dead Kennedys, which I have been requesting for a while. Also, I'm wondering if now that Disgraceland and Badlands are collapsing into one, I'm wondering about doing special episodes on people who are have such outsized egos that they've attempted sports and acting and music uh, all to varying levels of success and disgrace. I'm thinking of, let's say, Shaq. I'm thinking of Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm thinking of Hulk Hogan. And what about Dennis Rodman, who's even, you know, crazier than him? Just saying, just floating it out there. Rock and roll up. Thanks. Bye. All right. 508. Love it, man. Um, Good stuff. Specifically, really like the Dennis Rodman recommendation. I think we can do an episode on him for sure. I even like the Hulk Hogan one. I like it because of the whole lawsuit thing that happened there a couple years ago. Um, So great Rex here. Appreciate it. Keep them coming. All right. Let's hear this voicemail from the 540. Okay, dude. I got one for you. I got one for you. Um, Jim Croce. You need to do him. At least tell the story. I mean, I don't know what terrible happened to him other than the fact he died. I believe he died in plane crash. But anyway, so there you go. There's another one. Jim Croce. Oh, yeah, don't forget Jack Dempsey. Thanks, man. Bye. Jim Croce, you know, great, great idea. Um... Great idea. And by the way, have you seen that Jim Croce's kid? I can't think of it. I don't know his first name, but he's been touring uh, last couple of years and he's been doing his dad's songs. I think that's all he does. And hot damn, does he look and sound exactly like his father. It's really fucking eerie. Um, so good. The stuff I've heard and seen is so good. I'd actually go see him, I think. Um, anyways, I'm getting getting sidetracked. I uh, love the idea of a Jim Croce episode. I believe he died on the same day Grant Parsons did. Though I'm not totally sure. Actually, I don't think it was the same exact day, but it was right around the same time. And I know it was around the same time because Rolling Stone ran two obituaries side by side, Jim Croce and Graham Parsons. Not that I was alive to read Rolling Stone when it came out when Jim Croce died, but I did stay in the Joshua Tree Inn uh, where Graham Parsons died uh, about 10 years ago. Actually, more than that, probably about 12 years ago now. And they had on the wall the framed obituary from Rolling Stone with Graham Parsons and Jim Croce. So there's that. All right, 617-906-6638. Hit me up with your voicemails on which artists you want to hear me cover next year. Let's do some text. Got a lot of text. And I still, I just realized I didn't hit any emails in that last block. And I want to take care of that as well. All right, 630 writes in, hey, Jake, been listening since the start. Giant fan. I hear you're doing a Van Halen episode. In an earlier episode, you broke my heart saying you aren't a Sammy Hagar fan. I won't hold it against you. I've seen over 200 Hagar concerts, whether it was Van Halen, Solo with the Wabos, Chickenfoot, etc. I've met him numerous times, and let's just say he's my number one music guy. Yes, I'm a redhead, diehard super fan. Please be nice to Sammy in the upcoming episode. I will continue to listen and be nervously awaiting the Van Halen app. Thanks for all you do. Rockarola and horns up, bitches. Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Cabo. Well, Dr. Cabo, a.k.a. Dr. Sarah. Um, I don't actively dislike Sammy Hagar. I just prefer Van Halen to Van Hagar. Uh, But I do, I do, I do, I do find myself as I get older, uh, you know, if one of those Van Halen songs with Sammy Hagar comes on, I find myself turning it up and getting into it in a way that I never did before. I promise you, um, 
I won't be completely neutral, but I won't, <laughs> I won't be excessively harsh on Sammy Hagar. All right. And I appreciate your passion for him. Plus everything I've seen with Sammy Hagar or heard of him, I don't know much about the guy, but every time I hear him talk, I'm like, oh, this guy seems like a good dude. All right, let's move on here. 304 writes in, sir, I am honored. This is the milkman, Jared Murray. I sent the Jake motherfucking Brennanland text in. I'm glad you liked it and chose to share it on the podcast. I'm now immortalized on one of the greatest podcasts ever made. Thank you. Well, Jared, the milkman, you are welcome. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, let's see here. The 901 writes in just the Clintons. And, you know, I think I'm going to say this and I think I mean what I'm going to say. I'm not going to cover any politics, any politicians. Just not going to do it. Maybe, maybe going like way, 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 way back. But I'm not, I'm not stepping into this lion's den. It's too gross and I'm too smart to do it. Um, you can get plenty of that Clinton stuff elsewhere, as you can get the Kennedy stuff elsewhere and the Bush stuff elsewhere and the Trump stuff elsewhere and the fucking Biden stuff. You can get it all. It's everywhere, man. It's everywhere. I try to avoid that shit in my life. I don't want to start trafficking in it. But, you know. I appreciate your text anyway. 619 writes in, dude, Jake, been listening since the start and love all your work. Never recommended anyone, but I just realized one of my favorite hip hop artists would be a perfect episode. Mac Dre, bank robberies, beef with the Bay Area cops and murder. Keep up the great work. Rock a Rolla. Mac Dre. I think I got a slot for Mac Dre. I think I do. There's been a lot of people who have recommended Mac Dre and it's got to happen at some point. All right. This one comes from the 862. Hey, Jake, LP. Also, Lemmy Kilmeister was their roadie. ELP, excuse me, not LP. <laughs> that would be weird. Uh, ELP. Who the fuck is ELP? I don't know. This is this this goes in a in a weird direction. Frankie Lyman. Okay, I can get with that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot here. A lot here. Eight six two. Appreciate it. I'll I'll get back to you offline. Nine oh six writes in. Please, Dave Mustang. Love Janet Crosscheck from God's Area Code, the 906. I don't understand half that text. Dave Mustang, I understand, perhaps someday. Where's God's Area Code? I want to know. Let me know. 617-906-6638. Voicemail and text, guys. Let me know what you want to hear in 2024. Which non-musical artist specifically you want me to cover. Also, you got musicians, rock stars you're dying for me to get into. Let us know. Got half the year to program. We're getting close. Dennis Rodman, though. Love that one. That was a damn good recommendation. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back in a flash to do some emails. All right, let's check out this email from Joseph Ruggieri. Ruggieri, I apologize, Joseph, if I'm pronouncing your last name wrong, which I most certainly am. Subject says, Reco, message, if you're going beyond music and movies, how about how about Sonny Barger, founder of the Hells Angels? How about I like being above ground there, Joseph, and I don't want to die? How about that? Um, I don't think we'll be covering Sonny. We got into him in the Altamont episode, in all seriousness, and uh, we, we're actually writing an episode right now where he's going to make another appearance. Um, Hell's Angels are a complicated subject, as you know, uh, but there's a lot to dig into there, and I'd rather do it tangentially than uh, directly. Uh, let's see, let's do another email here. This one from Howard Kantoff, who writes in, subject, imagine drummer, message, love the show, just listened to the Derek and the Dominoes slash Jim Gordon episode. Jim was truly great and truly troubled, but the drummer on Imagine is also great. Alan White, later of Yes. Uh, Howard. 
Did I say that Jim Gordon was the drummer on Imagine? If I did and I was wrong, then I apologize. If I did and I was right and you're wrong, then, you know, whatever, man. Shit happens. I get it. Uh, more likely than not, it was probably me who made the mistake. This happens. Um, so, yeah, appreciate the correction. We'll figure this out. I'm doing this, obviously, in real time. We'll figure out whether or not I misspoke, and we will uh, correct the record if so. Back at you soon, Howard. Appreciate the text. Patrick Duncan writes in, looking forward to the new season, fairly new to the podcast, so I've been playing catch up, which is a good thing because, hey, it's like having 100 new episodes all at once. Really excited to hear your Lane and Chris episodes. Patrick's talking about Lane Staley and Chris Cornell of Alice in Chains and Soundgarden. Being a Seattle music scene fan who lived the 90s, it's always nice to take a trip down memory lane. Might be a little bit of a deep cut or maybe a Seattle episode, but Andrew Wood from Mother Love Bone and Mia Zapata from The Gits might make a good episode. Mia Zapata has been on the list, Patrick, since the very beginning. Um, and I have, uh, man, I just, uh, you know, I got to do it. I got to do it at some point. It'll happen. Lance Boardman writes in, great podcast. Keep them coming. Love the expansion to non-music stories. <laughs> Check out the history of the TV show. Hee-haw. Really? The ban- oh, I knew this. The banjo player String Bean was killed by a hammer in the skull. I didn't know that String Bean. I know, I know of the String Bean story. Um, I d- didn't associate him with Hee Haw, though. I thought he was earlier than that. Um, uh, yeah, this is this is interesting. Thanks. Appreciate this, Lance. Appreciate it. Lance Boardman emailing us up. Thanks, dude. Mo writes in, hey, just a suggestion. Banksy. Love the show. Thank you for the content. And the email is uh the email address is pretty mysterious. So maybe this is actually maybe this is actually Banksy emailing us. You know, his ego striking out. He wants he wants the disgrace land episode. Uh, you know, we could just do a massive attack episode, Banksy, you know, might cover you that way. Hint, hint, guys, pick up what I'm putting down there. All right. Disgracelandpod at gmail.com. That's how you get at me. We're in recommendations mode here. Uh, we're taking recommendations for this upcoming second half of our programming slate. So definitely want to hear from you guys. Um, but also want to do some recommendations myself. All right. This is, as you know, the recommendations part, the part of the show where we recommend the things that need recommending specifically on the music front. All right. During the last episode, we talked about Fred Neal and his song, The Dolphins. I want to give you some more songs. I want to give you some more songs that are in the same space that I've been listening to throughout the week. There's a great song by an artist that I know nothing about called F.J. McMahon. It's called Early Blue. Check that out. This next song, uh, I don't really know how to pronounce the artist's name, but I've been listening to this song. It's in the same vibe as the Fred Neal tune. I've been listening to this for about five years now. Um, it's a much older song, but I got hit to it about five years ago. It's called Kala, My Friend by Amanas, A-M-A-N-A-Z. You might know this when you hear it, all right? Also, we talked a little bit a couple weeks ago about J.J. Kale, and I solicited some J.J. Kale info from you guys, and someone was nice enough to write in uh, sort of a list of recommendations from J.J. Kale, and this album, particularly, naturally, J.J. Kale has a lot of material, but this record, Naturally, by J.J. Kale. This has songs on it you'll recognize. You might not recognize the original J.J. Kale versions that are on it, but uh, Call Me the Breeze, which was covered by Leonard Skinner, you're going to recognize that. After Midnight, which was uh, covered by, of course, Eric Clapton, you'll recognize that as well. And this, the vibe on this record, the feel, is just, it's incredible. It's just, um, it's, it's totally, totally, totally unique. Also, because it seems that I'm in this heavy sort of 70s uh, 
70s mellow kind of inspirational vibe right now spiritual vibe when it comes to listening to music my wife has got me listening to the great shuggy otis inspiration information amazing album check that out if you have not heard it you will love it uh also another great record by shuggy otis called freedom fight uh check that out just amazing stuff amazing vibe it's all about the vibe for me lately I might have mentioned a couple weeks ago that I've been struggling with uh, what to show my my nine-year-old for films uh, that's appropriate, but just not kid films, you know what I mean? Some adult stuff that I like. So we broke down, we showed him Rushmore, uh, had to fast forward through a couple parts. That led me down the Rushmore soundtrack rabbit hole, which I'm sure most of you know, um, and just got me into a heavy kinks phase. And, you know, the kinks have so much stuff from so many different eras, and I'm here for all of it. I love all of it. Um, hit me with some weird kinks recommendations, though, okay? I know this is kind of a deep cut for you guys. 617-906-6638. I want the weirdo kink stuff because I feel like I'm a little too basic when it comes to the kinks repertoire. 617-906-6638. Appreciate you guys and appreciate your recommendations. Keep them coming. I'm going to take a quick break. Back in a flash to wrap this up. All right, welcome back. We are here at 617-906-6638. Hit us up on text and voicemail. Also, disgracelandpod at gmail.com. Hit us up on email, okay? And you can hit us at disgracelandpod on any of the socials, Instagram, X, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. You got it. I'm there. Hit me up. I will respond. Let's recap those, shall we? Number one, right now on your feed, two brand new after party episodes, okay? Number two, coming tomorrow, a rewind episode on Johnny Cash. Number three, over in the Badlands feed, we got a new episode on Sharon Stone. Number four, next week in the Disgraceland feed, a brand new episode on Serge Gainsbourg. Five, my number, 617-906-6638. Call me on the telephone or text me. Number six, remember that no one cares about the music you love more than you're doing well. That's just a disgrace, all right? All right, my moment of bliss in honor of this moment in time, January 2024, as we move from one huge year of Disgraceland to another. This is me reading you the Billboard Hot 100 chart from this week in the here and now. Number one, loving on me, Jack Harlow. Last week, nine. Peak position, one. Weeks on chart, eight. Number two, cruel summer, Taylor Swift. Last week, 19. Peak position, one. Weeks on chart, 35. Number three, greedy, Tate McRae. Last week, 24. Peak position, three. Weeks on chart, 16. Number four, Paint the Town Red, Doja Cat. Last week, 29. Peak position, one. Weeks on chart, peak 22. Number five, I remember everything. Number three, Zach Bryan, featuring Casey Musgraves. Jack Harris, last week, 12.31. Peak position, weeks on chart. Quit talking and start mixing. Cut it!